Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. And welcome to the first episode back of 2024. This is High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Monkey Doo. Hey, everybody. Monkey down here in the Southeast U.S., enjoying a beautifully, absolutely warm day today down here in the sunshine. Hope everybody's got something nice to smoke today. We also have Marge. That's right. Hello, everyone. It's Marge from Central Canada, and it is nice and frosty here. Thanks Ooh. for the reminder, Monkey, about how shitty oh, it is damn. in Canada sometimes in January. <laughs> But I hibernate and I have cannabis, so everything's good. Love Can't it. complain. Can't complain. We, we was going to have Bubble Hawk here today as well. He is supposed to be back, but unfortunately, he, he did have cover for work, but that fell through, so he has to go and work. So he won't be able to join us today. But he would have been here, everybody. He will be here next week, hopefully, fingers crossed. But here we are for the first episode of 2024, where well, the first episode of Cannabis News and Events, anyway. There's been some specials throughout the season. We had the... New Year's special, the Christmas special, and the conspiracy special as well. It was uh, some good sessions, man. I hope you all enjoyed those special episodes. But we're back to the regular schedule now of uh, Cannabis News on a Monday, Interview on a Wednesday, and the Grow Guides on a Friday. So it's good to be back. Long break, man. Long break. I think that's yeah, the longest we've forever. ever had off the show, right? Two um, weeks? Two weeks? Two weeks? <laughs> you did that on purpose, Marge. I did it though. <laughs> I think I think long ago we actually did about about the same amount of time for a break back in the day, you know. Right. I think but we lately, did it around Christmas, like at Christmas time. Usually it's around Christmas, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good you to know, be we, back, man. Sorry, we actually have live, so we actually have lives too. You need to spend some time with our families every now and again. That's right. Well, I spent all of my time, well, not all of it, over the Christmas days. Oh, I know what you were doing. Family time, but over, yeah, I've been just grinding, fixing up purses and writing articles. Damn. A lot of work's been put in. Yep. Places looking nice, running fast, looking good. That's right. It's working well on mobile because I don't use the site very well on mobile, so I don't really know how it looks, but I put a lot of work into trying to make it better for the mobile users. And, you know, if you haven't used the site for a while, if you don't listen, if you don't visit the site and you just listen to the podcast, then make sure you go and check out the site and have a look. And it might be easier for you to use and navigate now. So sign up, make an account, and I'll get involved in the community and all of that. No pressure. No pressure. It's free. That's right. It is free. It is free. Join. But well, actually, it's 2024. We changed the rules now. It is 1 million yen to sign up. But if you're coming from the podcast, we'll let you in for free. All right. All right. We, we would just know via IP addresses, you know. But just you mention hi, I'm homegrown, and you're in for free. That's right. There you go. That's right. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's our discount code. That's right. Just add that to your username, H-O-H-G. Right. And then you'll, you'll get in for free. Okay. That's a special key. That's how you get in. But people are mentioning uh, the new Avatar. Yes, I hope you like it. You see that? That's, it's so cool. I was stoned one day, and uh, one of the AI softwares made it for me. But the background was bland, so I took out the background, put some psychedelics in there, but then it was too bright. So then I put a black gradient with a bit of transparent to make it back out a little bit, and it lovely, jubbly. Then he added a joint to his mouth, and it was done. It's perfect. So he looks just like me. You know, <laughs> I agree. It really does. Yeah, it definitely does, man. It's you all along. That's right. That's me all along. 
with my green shades. <laughs> yeah, man. And you're a fact, that's not that's not even a hat. No, that's not a that Mackets Mackie's head. That's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, great. <laughs> Surgically oh, implanted. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right. I call it my on. mushroom tip. <laughs> it's kind. Of, oh it's kind God. of like Joe Dirt with the wig, you know. Head is sewed on. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Yeah, so it's been a good Christmas and New Year's. I hope everybody enjoyed the festivities and all that. But now we're here for 2024 and we have some news articles to cover. We're only four minutes in. We can quickly discuss what we're smoking on today, what we got, man. What, what you got, Marge? Are you smoking? Yeah, I have a little bit of purple god bud. And you say you grew it yourself? Yeah, I did grow this for Ooh. myself. How is it? Yep. It's pretty nice. I mean, it's probably not. It could be stronger, I'm sure. But I just layer it up with some edibles and then I'm fine. Damn. Right. It's going to smoke and hit some edibles. Yeah. Yeah. So good night, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that bad, Mackie. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying, Monkey? Because you've been ill, ain't you? you? haven't been able to smoke. Are you smoking yet? You're vaping? What's the school? Yeah. Started this weekend a little bit. Got a little mango smile in there. Just taking it easy, testing the lungs, and it's doing good. That Mephisto stuff oh. is smooth, though. So it's it's really easy to deal with. Nice. Yeah, the man, vaporizer Mephisto, helps, too. Uh, always. Mm -hmm. Mephisto, some good shit, man. I'm impressed with Mephisto. I was impressed with them before, but, you know, I've recently grown their genetics again. And, yeah, fucking high quality, man. If anybody likes growing autos, then definitely check Mephisto out. I was surprised how much how much rosin there was on the Mephisto stuff. I went and made some edibles out of some of the buds, and I put them in the ardent, decarbed them. When I put the oil in it and came back, it looked like the, the buds had literally melted into almost nothing. It was all it was just like very, very little plant material left. And everything else was in, was into the oil. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. And boy, wow. you talk about some strong oil. Oh. <laughs> nice. Turpo in the chat there said he's got orange diesel. Mutt's nuts said sherbet queen. Mint that chocolate from good. Hashimoto. Mephisto sour crack from Nem. Nice. Uh, grapefruit haze from Hillbilly Herb. Uh, who else do we have? G41 from... Uh, Shot diffusion, star dog from Pagan, allegedly star dog. You know what I'm saying, Pagan? <laughs> <laughs> I want somebody to actually grow star dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice man. Yes. So everybody, spark up and get ready for some news and events. Yeah. I've got some. Um, I've got a couple of news stories that I picked out specifically, and we are going to get straight into those. I think uh -oh. two news stories. Oh God, let's just do it, man. You've got you've got to hear this, everybody. You've got do to hear I this. Let, hear let's... a Mackie rant brewing. No, not at all. I'm a new man. It's 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. So I was scrolling the interwebs today, as one does, and I saw a couple of news stories. <laughs> uh, and I don't know which one to do first. This is the difficult thing, because they, they are similar in some way. So uh, I'm just going to I'm going to close my eyes and pick one. That's what I'm going to do. You know, <laughs> um, we're going to go for this one. OK, this is what we're going to we're going to do this one first, everybody. Don't worry. They are going to relate to each other in some way. You'll see. So this is from the BBC. I'll put it on the screen so you can see it. If uh, I can find it just a little bit rusty, everybody, because, you know, had some weeks off a couple of weeks. This is the, this is the title of the uh, yeah don't say it now. <laughs> so, police raids target gang importing cannabis from US to UK. The degenerate criminals! How dare they? How dare they? So look at all this money on the screen there. That's what UK money looks like. 
but nobody has that much. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> eight people have been arrested in an operation targeting a gang suspected of importing high-strength cannabis into the UK from the US, police had said. Greater Manchester Police said officers executed 16 warrants in Manchester, Cheshire, West Yorkshire and Lancashire earlier. The force said eight people aged between 18 and 52 were held on suspicion of importing cannabis. A BMW M4 car and £500,000 sterling in cash was also seized in the raids. Uh, and this is, it's not a very long article. This is the last bit already. So a GMP representative said police and partners from a border force had intercepted more than 220 pounds, that's 100 kilograms of cannabis, which was suspected to be connected to the gang. They said it was believed each of the eight people arrested had roles within the conspiracy, ranging from orchestrating the importation to arranging payment for the shipments to selling the drugs to criminals across the UK. Those criminals buying drugs? Terrible. <laughs> now, I'm looking at this number here, you know, 220 pounds, 100 kilograms of cannabis. And they're making it sound like this just ridded the streets completely of cannabis in the UK. They're making it sound like it's a huge number. Mm -mm. But we all know that 220 pounds of cannabis is not that big yeah, of a deal. nothing. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. uh, just a couple more paragraphs here. We've got Detective Inspector Claire Rawcliffe said the cannabis which had been seized was worth more than 300 Sorry, <laughs> was, worth, <laughs> was worth more than three million. And she was grateful to Border Force and colleagues from our neighboring forces for the support they had provided to their ongoing operation. We will continue to work with our partners to identify and prevent the new and innovative methods criminals take to smuggle illegal drugs into our country, she added. It's like, what, you mean by using the post? <laughs> yeah, the innovation, you know, yeah, put it in a box and send it to them in the mail. There you go. No, they'll right. never think of that. Never. So I found that article very interesting there because essentially it's only eight people. It wasn't like forces said eight people aged between 18 and 52. That's not a lot of people, you know, and maybe these guys that, are just are trying part to part of a, a larger gang. Uh, probably, but who knows? Hey, eh? maybe not. Maybe they're just trying to uh, set up a, a little business, you know, because they're from the mm -hmm. UK. They're not allowed to, right? Because you know you can't do that. You can't import because even uh, what what might what might be trigger on this article, right? Is they've imported this cannabis from the USA, so most likely it's legal. And in the USA, in all the states where it's legalized, where it's all growing, then there's all these different rules and regulations. This is probably the safest cannabis you can get in the UK if it's coming from the US. It's not just We're randomly grown. That. Yeah, but it's a possibility, though. It's, yeah, you know, yeah, it. It, it could have come from a legitimate source. Well, if it came from the UK, it didn't. You know, it's as simple as that. It hasn't come from a legitimate source. It might be a good grower and everything. But mm -hmm. weed from the US, normally this Cali weed is usually some high quality cannabis. But mm -hmm. obviously they're not allowed to do it because they're degenerate criminals and you're not allowed to import cannabis from countries where it's legalized, right? Right? Well, no, you would think true. that, wouldn't you? But that only applies to us poor people. Because let me move on to the second news article here, everybody, while I try and contain myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you saw, them people, they were in trouble. What were they in trouble for? They were in trouble for importing a shipment of cannabis into the UK. But uh, let's change the subject. Let's offer our congratulations 
to Village Farms, a company that is from uh, Canada, I think. This is from NJ Biz Daily. Village Farms sends first cannabis shipment to growing UK market. Oh, really? I think the eight people you sent it to might have been arrested, Village Farms. Oh, no, <laughs> no, of course, of course not. It's completely different for you. All right. Uh, Village Farms International has sent its first shipment of two cannabis brands to the growing United Kingdom market. The Vancouver, British Columbia headquartered company said Wednesday that the brands Pure Sun Farms and the original Fraser Valley Wheat Company will be distributed by 4C Labs and privately held Canadian medical cannabis company with imports and distribution licenses in the UK. So those guys in the UK who are importing their cannabis from the USA are not allowed to do that. They're going to face prison time. They've had 500,000 pounds taken from them and they've had their business broken down into fucking pieces. But these guys, they're allowed to do it. Why? So where is this going, though? What do you mean, like, where is it going? Well, say it's going to the growing UK market, but. I thought it was not legal <laughs> there. But it's who legal thought? for medical use. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it depends okay. who you are. You know, it's <laughs> going to be legal for medical use. This, a village farm spokesman said, uh, told MJ Biz Daily, the products are now available for pharmaceutical purchase okay. by medical patients in the UK. So, you know, you have to, in the UK, to get your cannabis, you have to have some kind of health problem, which can be pretty much anything, really. They just want more customers. And then you have to go and buy, uh, you have to have a consultation which cost £50. That was last year. It's probably more this year because everything is. And then the cannabis as well is uh, £50 for 10 grams of flour. I think that's the, that's the prices. So it's a reasonable price. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I say it's a reasonable price. It's not really a reasonable price, but compared to what we have to pay on the streets, it's a reasonable price. Similar quality, right. you know. But the, the thing is, why are these guys allowed to import cannabis into the UK or, or whoever is receiving this? Because you know, it's not these folks, village, village farms over in Canada, they're doing absolutely nothing wrong. They're, they're breaking okay. no laws. But why is the person in this case allowed to import shitloads of cannabis into the UK to be sold? But the people from the last story are not allowed to import cannabis in the UK to be sold. I know, I know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you just need to slap the sticker that said medical on the box, and they'd be like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. It's all who it's all what palms you grease, you know. You make that, sure that's you right. get the money in the, the right the hands, fucking... and you can do anything you want. That's what it seems like. The, the hypocrisy is absolutely. Right. It's like, is it allowed or is it not? You need to make your fucking mind up because you can't have a group of people be prosecuted for something that another group of people is going to make a few million fucking profit from just because you have certain friends in government. Because guarantee you follow the money. And you'll find out exactly why this is taking place. And as I say, you know, people talk about there's a huge market to be opened up in the UK and lots of money to be made. As you can see, the money is already being made. They are just limiting who can make the money. We can't make the money. We can't be involved in cannabis business because we don't have government friends and a large chunk of money to just throw at the government, to say, yes, please give me my license. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's an absolute fucking fast, man. It's disgusting that we've reached this level of bullshit. So these people are importing the say if uh, somebody wanted to from the USA in a completely legal state was like, Mackie, you've got to try this lemon tree I've grown. I'll send you just three point five grams so you can roll yourself a fat joint with this swami joint. Here you go. Yeah, that's fucking against the law. 
We could both be prosecuted for it. But these guys, village farms, you carry on. You've paid the bribe. You know, you, you've got the license. Fucking disgusting. You know, mm-hmm. we just want to grow a few plants to be able to provide ourselves and, you know, maybe a sick relative with the cannabis they need. But we're not allowed to do that. You know, you can face prison time for doing shit. But if you are village farms, it's a, or not village farms. I keep saying that. It's not necessarily them. It's the people in the UK receiving the cannabis. Yeah, you can't do that in the UK, right? You know how easy is it again to get a medical license so you can consume cannabis medically? But you have to get it from your your pharmacist to you know have your consultation with, and they limit the amount you can have. I think you can have like ten grams a week. It depends on your prescription, and and, right. and then you have to pay. I mean, if you if you can have thirty grams a week, then you're still going to be paying hundred and fifty pounds for thirty grams of weed. Right. Yeah, and that's a week. And if you're disabled to the extent where you need that amount of cannabis, then you might not be working, which means you don't have the money to pay 150 pound a week mm. for cannabis. You know, mm. if that that's people's rent in some places. Right, it's a lot of money. It's just, I'm sick of the corruption, man. And we just have to sit here and put up with it because we can't do anything about it. We're fucked here. <laughs> well, <laughs> they can import it for medical, mm-hmm. but recreational is so still so wrong like that, that doesn't make sense yeah it, like we need like to said, really move forward with this shit man it, it's an absolute piss take i just don't like the way that um it, it's it's like the claim that we're, we're all capitalist countries you know with a little touch of socialism but this is a capitalism is it you the market is being restricted by the government and if things and going the way they should go this is why everything's so fucked because they keep interfering you know it's like my friend can do it but you can't do it mate you know, you mm-hmm. ain't paid the fucking licensing fee. They've paid the license. What if I don't have the money for a license? But, you know, the ideal job for me, the job I want with what I want to do with my life and spend my time on is creating a cannabis company. Why can't I do that? Why? why? Because they fucking said so. So these guys are allowed to do it. How do I get in with those guys? Oh, you can't get in with those guys. You need, you need friends in government to get in with those guys. It's not for you. You, you go... Sweep the fucking streets. You go fucking work in Tesco. You know you can't do cannabis. It's not for you. It's for them. It's for it's for for my friend Reese, Jacob Reese fucking Mug or whatever the fuck his name is. You know it's, it's fucked, man. It's fucked. This is not the way things are supposed to be. Either it's supposed to be allowed for all of us, or it's allowed for none of us. Make your fucking mind up, and we won't listen anyway. Fucking hey, man. <laughs> rules for thee, not for me. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I thought I'd bring those two articles to light, everybody, so you can see what kind of controversy that we're living with already in 2024. It's an absolute <laughs> joke, man. It's lap two. Does anybody think that will be legalized in the UK uh, this year for recreational? Anybody think sure, that? Sure, I'll, uh, I'll yeah. do it. Yeah, 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 sure. It'll be legal. For your sake, yes, Mackie. I predict it'll be legal by 2024. You know what I mean? And the thing is, even if it does happen, you know what? I won't even say thank you. I'll still be like, fuck you. You, you, want, you know, I mean, you took too fucking long and you wasted far too many of people's lives because you had some kind of stigma against the harmless herbs. Still, fuck you. I'm not saying thank you because you fixed a mistake which you fucking made 50 years ago, you useless bastards. Jesus. Ooh, harsh. Big time. Jesus. But in all seriousness, is there any potential for it to be legalized in the coming year? Or is that just... No, I, I I would say so. No, it's not. It's not going to happen, man. They're already making all the money they need to make, and if they legalize it, then they open up the market, which they have full control over. They have a monopoly over it. Yeah, 
if they open it up to everybody else, then they don't. It'll become more like capitalism and it's more competition for them. Why invite competition into the market when you don't have to? They're already making shitloads of money. Well, why, why do you need to let anybody else in? Well, I mean, technically they do have competition. It's just the black market and they don't really. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They have no control you know, over that. They have, their, uh, they have their, their gang to come out and enforce the law upon you with the tax money you pay to come and bust you for the cannabis you want to consume. It's, it's a joke, man. God damn. God damn. Drives you crazy, right? The, the injustice is just absolutely ridiculous. I just don't let's, see um, I don't see it changing this year. Let's just say less than ideal, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're probably going to have a general election this year as well, and then the Labour oh, Party is going to take over. And they are, well, maybe they're going to take over. You never know how these things are going to go, but... If they do, they're not cannabis friendly either, so they're not going to do it. Do you have a cannabis friendly yeah, party at all? Yeah, but they're not going to win. They might get a few more seats in parliament, but it, they're just mm. too small. It's a two party system. It's much like what's going on in the uh, in the USA. But I don't know. Maybe mm -hmm. we have a little bit more room for the uh, smaller parties to get uh, seats to be listened to in parliament. But it's not like we'll ever ever have a prime minister from the Green Party anytime soon. Anyway, right. But yeah, it's everybody's against cannabis. It's just it's it's a fucking joke, man. Unless you can make a shitload of money in the background to the government, no. Yeah, pay a little bit, pay a little bit to the government and make a shitload for yourself, and then you know, got to pay mm -hmm. off your friends up in the government. That's the other mm -hmm. part of it, you know. And we all know what's happening, unfortunately. Yeah. Not so good. yeah, that's the news from the UK. Everybody, yeah, <laughs> nothing's changed. Good news as always. Yeah. <laughs> So, Monkey, let's do one of yours because you got. I mean, we had big news, but we wasn't. Um, we wasn't doing any shows, so we couldn't present it. But there was big yeah. news out of the USA regarding uh Biden. You want to read this one? Uh, kind of, sort of. Now, this is something that, that I've kind of been been saying for a while, but I finally found articles that actually uh con confirmed all our suspicions here. Uh, and this comes from the Hill. It's called. Uh, it says Biden's marijuana clemency grants are small present in big box. Okay, an old gag that may have played out recently at a home near you is to put a big box under the Christmas tree with a small present inside. Sometimes it's a big box and with a box and a box and a box. Another time it just reams and reams of craft paper to hide the present. The real gift, of course, is showing the, uh, showing the respect or love, or perhaps it's not. It's a, uh, but perhaps not. It, it, uh, see, Becky, I'm having the same problem as you this morning. <laughs> Terrible. You're all smoking entirely too much reefer. That, so I'm back on it this weekend and it's got me tongue-tied, but perhaps not what it seemed and below expectations. Most of the President Biden's December 22nd grants of clemency were a small gift in a big box. He claims to have exercised his clemency power more than any recent predecessor at any point in their presidency, but it's pure hyperbole. But underneath might seem to be a significant movement towards some more meaningful uses of the federal clemency. President Biden's clemency grants co covers two categories. The first was the big box. It was his extension of an earlier categorical pardon that covers people convicted of simple possession of cannabis or attempted simple possession of, of cannabis, including those convicted. <laughs> Why is that? that? Uh, sorry. <laughs> attempted, attempted simple. It's yeah. like for trying to find weed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically trying to buy it from an undercover officer. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, if you do that, oh, that's, that's the bad. attempted possession of it. Goes in there, including those convicted in the District of Columbia 
and federal lands. Biden's original announcement of this categorical pardon last year came with great fanfare. It got lots of favorable press, but underneath all the gift wrapping and tissue paper, there's not much there. Not a single person was released from prison as a result of Biden's proclamation. Uh, There is a popular conception that many people are moldering under federal prisons for simply having some cannabis. This just isn't true and hasn't been so for decades. Now, see, we talked about this, and I said I didn't think anybody was going to get out of out of prison. For that. I just can't believe they've done it again. It's like they're playing the same card, man. They it played is. this. What is this the same card they played? Was it like a year ago? When it's like they, we're gonna they, they enhanced it slightly, and we'll get to the enhancement slightly. But it's still a small okay. prison in a big box. I mean, it's one of those wow. situations. Though. So, cannabis possession has long been punishable as a non-criminal offense. A ticket. Under federal law, a simple possession of an outlaw uh, an outlaw drug is a misdemeanor under federal law, at least for the first offense. While some states have much more severe regimes, Biden's categorical pardon does not and could not reach anyone convicted under state law. So you're hearing right. what I'm saying here: if you were convicted, if you were convicted of possession of cannabis on federal land, federal property, you were given a ticket, paid your fine, and you went home. You didn't go to prison. So what did he pardon? Absolutely nothing. Wow, man. Did anybody get convicted that way? Or would most people be convicted under state law? Like, how would that even... Ah, the article actually goes a little bit further. Let's keep going. Great question, Marge. In truth, many people who end up with with cannabis possession conviction in federal court receive that sentence in a plea deal that swapped out a more serious charge, such as illegal gun possession, because straight cannabis possession cases that fall under overlapping state jurisdiction, and almost all of them do, will be sent to the state authorities. Right. So the states are charging, not the federal government, and the federal government can't pardon oh state state God. prisoners. So all of this, it's, it's great, great publicity. It's great politics. It's but unfortunately, just like, did, did they expect us not to know? Is that what they, what, what actually goes through? I'm baffled, because well, these really, are supposed to be experts. It makes a really good sound bite, though. Like yeah, when putting out it this does. stuff and everyone quotes the, these things and everyone's That's just like, oh, this it, is isn't great. It? Yeah, good point, yeah. man. Good point. That's it. It's just for the soundbite because a lot of people are just going to read the headline and move on and they well, won't I see articles cool. like this refuting it. Damn. Yeah. Well, it was crazy things that, that uh, he's going to, he's trying to make people think he's going to actually uphold one of his uh, campaign promises. You know, we're going to go ahead and expunge records here. But you expunged nothing. You did absolutely nothing so far. Now, I'm not going to say he's not going to do anything, but so far he's done absolutely nothing. I'll okay. say he's going to do absolutely <laughs> nothing. <laughs> right, if he was going to do something, bit. he would have done it already. But yeah, sorry, it's, it's coming. No, we, we don't have we don't have that much further to go in the article, and you know we we can definitely rip him up after the article pretty well. So federal agencies like the FBI, the Secret Service, or the DEA simply don't bring simple cannabis possession cases, and they shouldn't. When people are caught up by other federal authorities with small amounts of pot, for example, in an airport, they are often handed a civil ticket rather than prosecuted. Biden's order also has not done much to clear the records of people already served their sentences of marijuana possession. The Sentencing Commission estimates that there have only been that, that there have been more than 6,500 people covered under Biden's order, but only 110 people have applied and received a certificate of pardon. So he's only got 110 pardons out of 6,500. So Did you is, have to apply for it. It sounds like you do, and you actually have to pay fees to apply for it right. as well. Yes, this is not do. like hey, you're not just check check the box and okay, you're good to go. 
Uh, right. Some people have got out though. Uh, well, <laughs> yes. let's keep going. You know, in the second okay. category of grants from December 22nd that holds the promise of significant clemency relief, President Biden commuted the sentences of 11 people who were serving extraordinary long sentences for nonviolent distribution offenses. Four of the people were serving life sentences and all but one of the others were serving 20 years or more. So these were oh. people basically convicted of trafficking, but, but doing it completely nonviolent. Like so three had, strikes law and that, that yeah. kind of shit. So he commuted the he commuted the sentences of eleven people in a country of hundreds of millions of people. Okay. So mm. it gives you again right. not a whole lot of going on here, you know? Yeah. Eleven grants from a backlog of more than sixteen thousand clemency petitions waiting for action is hardly grounds for applause, but sometimes big things come in small packages. Okay, they are not exactly uh, the kinds of cases that President Biden should be focused on. They might not get the press or the big cannabis proclamation, but these are the cases where clemency really matters. Unjust sentences that could have never been issued and, and be corrected as a result of these 11 grants, 11 human beings being released from prison. So what the article is basically saying is that's what we want more of. We don't want just, just don't give me this, this lip service. We need the people that you're saying you're going to help. We need them to be helped. We need them out. Mm -hmm. We need them to, 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 to assume normal lives again. And what, I'll, I'll add one more thing. It'd be nice if you apologize to them. You know, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. that would, but we know that's not going to happen. But that's not going to happen. You know, they can't do that. So the only real uh, is a real gift and precisely what the pardon power should be focused on. Only time will tell if this was the start of a real fulfillment of the president's constitutional duty or President Biden thinks that these small gestures are sufficient. In the end, mercy shouldn't be just a December thing. So the article is calling for President Biden to step up. You let 11,000 out. We got 16,000 waiting. What's up? You know? Well, I think there's like, I think there's 11 articles telling Joe Biden to step up and there's 16,000 telling him to step down. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, he needs to do something. He's given it a lot of lip service, but he really, well, I'm not going to even say a lot of lip service, some lip service. But there's been very little done, unfortunately. Yeah, it, what's shocking is, like like I said, they're essentially playing this same card again. Like, does anybody still believe this shit? But then, like Marge said, it's like people will just read the headline and be fine with it and forget about it and think that everything's all good. But then when you look closer into it, it's like, yeah, he's done that, but he's not really releasing anybody. It's just no. all for fucking, you know, it's all smoke and mirrors, as they say, to keep us distracted from what's really going on. He has no intention of releasing anybody from prison. Otherwise, he would have fucking... The only people who are allowed to possess drugs in the USA is his fucking kids. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> oh, we're not going to go in the band. Oh, my God. Hell. Buy some flags now. Woo! Don't get me started, <laughs> man. I swear. It, it, just the hypocrisy from politicians. Uh, in the UK, as much as the USA, and in Canada too, we're all fucked, man. We're all yeah. run by these fucking tyrants who just have no idea what the fuck is going on and treat us yeah. all like fucking cattle. Jesus. I mean, this guy made two big pre press releases, you know, about all the stuff he's going to do for cannabis and in all, all of the action from these two massive press releases and all this press was 11 people. That was it. 11 people and it didn't happen until the second release you know and, so. but the thing is i'm sure those 11 people are grateful for being oh, out of prison and they shouldn't have but, been there in the well, first, first the 11 place people too who are serving extraordinarily long sentences for non-violent like drug distribution so yes. these people are serving life sentences which is wild 
Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So, I mean, I'm sure they're happy to see the sunlight again, but 16,000 more people waiting for something similar. I mean, if they don't act on it, how long is that going to take? Because it could take decades. Yep. It could be. I don't know. It's just something needs to happen a little bit faster than they're giving it to us now. You know, what do we get? 11 people in three years is what they've given us. 11 That's people bad. in three years. Bad. And yeah. when it was one of the campaign promises that was made, it was. It was said more than once, too. You know, mm-hmm, we actually mm-hmm. have this video out there of the promises being made and nothing's been done. So what's I his excuse for, not, for not keeping it? As he says, he addressed that at all? No, actually, he hasn't. Only He's called for, only thing he's done is called for, for studies. You know, we we want the, uh, what was it, the uh, DEA and, and uh, Health and Human Services to reschedule is what they asked. And, you know, that's really not doing. Yeah, that's just wanted, an excuse for inaction mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly what the uk does all the time right mackie media oh, studies yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they're all in the same boat man that's the thing they're all part of the same crew another yeah. takeaway from this article though is don't think just because you could get a ticket you should bring weed into an airport where it's not legal in the states <laughs> also yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I could tell you stories about that but i don't want to i don't want to encourage anyone to try that right it, it could be dangerous i have gotten away with it but please don't right. do it Please yeah, don't. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're just asking for trouble. There's a lot of people, people who have done it, but at the same time, don't do it. You don't really want to. It's not worth it. Just you know, some bullshit, man. God damn it! It's I just don't know how they keep getting away with this shit. Crooks, man. They, they're the it boss. They, they get to make the rules. That's how they get away with it. Yeah, I mean, times are changing. What, that's what happens when you have senior citizens as president, though. They don't do anything. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I think he honestly still believes Reaper Madness was true. Probably. He's of that era. Yes, he is. He was fucking one of the people yeah. who caused it, man. <laughs> Probably. He was signing the hemp paper on the first yeah, he, he was the guy who smoked the bat weed. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's what happened to him. Hell, I don't want bat weed then. Right. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to federally happen with cannabis under Joe Biden. But I don't think if uh, Trump wins, if he even does become the nominee, fuck knows what's going on yet. But, you know, if that does happen, I don't think Trump's going to do it either because he would have done it in his first four years if he was going to do it. It's Yeah, it's it's not in the Republican agenda to legalize cannabis at all. I mean, there's more Republican governors and senators and whatnot that are against it than are for it right now. Mm -hmm. There are more Democrats in favor of legalizing than there are Republicans. And it's just the way it is. I can't yep. change any of it. I can just tell you the way it is. That's the way it goes. Strange how the party who is all for personal freedoms are against drug use. Yeah, but Very not that freedom. Not that freedom. Yeah. Not that freedom. That no. freedom you can't be that free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't right. suck it crazier. Well, we can even go to right to choose if you really want to get controversial there. You know, they only want you to have that right. Right. They, um... So what else have we got going on? We've got some shit going on in uh, in Canada. Right there, Marge. What are you saying? You've been encouraging people to eat more edibles, see more people in Canada than ever are eating edibles now, Marge. <laughs> that is, and maybe that's the result of more Ontarians driving high on edibles, CAA survey says. But I don't <laughs> encourage people to get high and drive myself, but of course. Of course not. But as police announce uh, as police announced, they'll be conducting yearly roadside checks. A new survey from CAA finds a spike in Ontario drivers getting behind the wheel while high on edibles. 
The recent survey conducted by CAA South Central Ontario found that 38% of cannabis impaired drivers in Ontario consumed edibles before driving, a 12% increase from the previous year and more than double the rate in 2019. Edibles are harder to detect and can take up to two hours for the effects to kick in, says Michael Stewart, community relations consultant at the CAA. Data shows us that while drivers primarily engage in cannabis-impaired driving after smoking a joint, the prevalence of driving while under the influence of edibles is on the upswing and poses a greater risk to road safety. The CAA survey found that about 7% about 750,000 Ontario drivers say they drove after consuming some form of cannabis in the past three months. The survey also found that nearly half, 45%, felt high while driving. Hmm. And that's the story. So I always say don't drive high, but I know people who do drive drive high, I have to admit, and it doesn't really seem to it's one of the you have to know your limits man. you have to yeah make a rational adult decision to decide if you are impaired or not and, and we've said it many times before that just doesn't mean just cannabis you know that's alcohol that's lack of mm-hmm. sleep if you've had an argument oh, yeah. we over half so you're too angry there's loads of yeah. things that are going to impair your driving and you have to make an adult drugs yes. responsible for yeah you know some heavy painkillers some gabapentin you know mm-hmm. all, all, all these different Absolutely. things man it's not just right. cannabis. If you don't and think you're able people, to drive, don't do it. Right. Sorry, and how man. many people, including myself, like how many people do you know, people in the chat, I'm asking everybody, have probably driven when they were too tired to be driving. And they oh, yeah. say that's mm-hmm. dangerous often is driving drunk. That's mm. worse than driving drunk. I can remember doing it once trying to get back to university. Depends how drunk younger. you are, doesn't it? Yeah, that's true. That, that's, a, you know? that's a statement. Though. <laughs> Sitting there knowing that you could fall asleep any second going down the road. That, I think that was probably the stupidest mm-hmm. driving I ever have ever done in my life. And I yeah. would never, ever do it again. Yeah. Looking yeah. back yeah. at it, it was so dumb. I've been lucky. Um, I've never had to drive tired. That, that's something I've never had to do. I'm yeah, it's so dangerous. But mm. I'm just curious. So I wonder why people, why the edible seems to be on the increase with people behind the wheel, unless it's just because they're becoming more popular or uh, people just take them and then they kick in sooner than they thought they might. Well, maybe it's just uh, it's just being found more. It doesn't necessarily mean people are doing it more. It's just like people are getting discovered doing it more. That's maybe all. just yeah, admitting it be. more. Yeah. yeah. Correlation does not always equal causation and all that. Ad hoc ergo prop to hoc. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, gotcha. That's right. Log- <laughs> yeah. Logical fallacies, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, so knowing the limits, drive within them. Mm-hmm. That's right, I mean, man. Just be responsible. Uh, edibles kind of ease their way in. And when I, when I take an edible, it's like it doesn't hit me all at once. Never does. It's like, yeah. okay, I start feeling it a little bit and then it kind of slowly ramps up. And although, please, I do not want you to drive while on edibles. I'm just saying that because it ramps up slowly and doesn't slap you in the face so hard, I could see where it's real easy to start driving and not being high. And by the time you get there, you realize, wow, I really got high during this drive if you take edibles like that. But I usually find that when it kicks in slowly like that, that I'm able to compensate pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Because like you said, it doesn't hit you all at once. Like you have smoked or something like that yeah uh, exactly. for, for me if i take edibles i'll take it at the end of the day when i know i don't have to go anywhere <laughs> that's right you, though, that's but... yeah that's too. it and but that's that that's me like, like you say yeah. everybody needs to make their own personal decision some people take edibles every day for breakfast yeah. and it's nothing right. it's just a little touch you know just a, a, a micro dose you have to make your own decision everybody be responsible and if you are driving and at any point you think man 
maybe I'm a little bit too wasted for this. The Pull the yeah. car over and get the fuck off the road, man. It's it's not just your safety that's at risk, it's other people's. You know, be the responsible person like you signed up for when you began driving and you got your license and shit and learn the rules of the road. You know, just get the fuck off the road, man. Do the responsible thing. It's better to take yourself off the road man, than being taken off it by something. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you don't want to lose your license over something like that. That's because right, that's, man. Or even worse, and not just your somebody. license could be your freedom. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you go to jail for killing somebody mm-hmm. or something because you were high. I don't want that. You don't want that. Don't do it, man. No, so assume the worst and hope for the best. Don't yeah. drive high, motherfuckers. Jesus, Jesus, yep. don't do it, son. Don't the do PS it. <laughs> just hit this joint here. We're about halfway through. We're more than halfway through. <laughs> well, I can circle. I can circle back down and, and talk a little bit more about President Biden, if you'd like, Mackie. Oh yes, please. Yeah. I love hearing about <laughs> President Biden. I knew you would. <laughs> my two articles kind of tied in this week because this, this this one kind of continues on a little bit toward the same theme. It says service members convicted of cannabis crimes by military again excluded from Biden pardons. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, what? So, you know, what? <laughs> he said he's going to convict people, uh, going to pardon people with simple cannabis possession, but not soldiers. So, yeah. President Joe Biden issued a new proclamation last month pardoning Americans federally charged with simple possession, attempted possession, and use of cannabis, but none of it applies to service members. The White House that is absolutely con- fucked. Let me just say that right now. That is absolutely. Fucking these people who put their lives on the line, the rules do not apply to you. Oh my gosh, what a slap in the face. The cheek yeah, of brutal. these people. The, Think it, about it. Yeah. They never cease to fucking amaze me, man. The, the, just the cheek of these people. These people out there fighting in battlefields in foreign countries to protect these motherfuckers who make the rules and they Putting get their lives on way. the line. Jesus, man. It, to protect your freedom. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go on to another rant. It's your news article. Looking. I apologize, uh, and uh, as Ben would say, I yield my time. It's that to you, man. Yeah. So anyway, a White House official confirmed to Military.com on Tuesday that Biden's December twenty second, twenty twenty three proclamation did not apply to offenses under Uniform Code of Military Justice, the federal body of law enacted by Congress that applies to active duty military service members and some retirees accepting a pension. Biden's latest proclamation follows his er earlier pardon in October, 2022 of Americans federally charged with simple possession of cannabis, which covered nearly 6,500 people, which we all know weren't pardoned. And one was free from (laughs) from prison due to the 2022 and 2023 measures. And the vast majority of charges and punishment related the cannabis are enforced at the state level. Removing federal uh, cannabis conviction uh, for a civilian lifts barriers and finds steady work, uh, reliable housing and clearing one's record. For service members who are faced with uh, uniform code of military justice punishments related to cannabis, removing such a conviction could change their discharge status and make them eligible for certain benefits. In other words, they can actually get their military pension that they've actually earned. So that would be really nice. And with all um, lot of access to VA and uh, tuition assistance and lots of military benefits. While the president does have the unilateral rights to alter certain punishments under the manual for court martials, a major change in the uniform code for military justice 
would have to be made by Congress. A cannabis possession charge carries a potential penalty of a dishonorable discharge, forfeiture of any pay, and a two-year maximum punishment, according to the manual code, uh, the manual for cart marshals. The punishment is often less in practice. Eric Carpenter, an associate professor at the law of, of Florida International University who specializes in military justice, told military.com in 2022 that the military code, the uniform code of military justice applies to service members first before federal and state laws are applied. Speaking with military.com again on Tuesday, he said that he did not expect Biden's second pardon measure to apply to the military. And it has not. Okay, this is not surprising, said Carpenter. He left out our service members when he did something similar in 2022. Drug use in the military mm -hmm. is more serious than recreational drug use because it impacts good order and discipline. Now, that's <laughs> the question I have right there is because now in military, you're allowed to go at it when you're not on duty. You can go drinking. Not a problem. Mm -hmm. But right. don't, So you're saying you can't fire up a joint, but you can go get blasted. I mean, completely wasted, blackout drunk. And that's OK. Yep. Yep, because good order discipline. Any, any, any here? Anybody see hypocrisy here at all? Any hypocrisy? Nope. <laughs> Everything is fine. Move on. <laughs> yeah, move on. <laughs> nothing no, to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Don't worry about these soldiers. They're fine. That's right. Oh, look, Instagram reels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, while the president's pardon may not help service members or retirees charged under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. They could help broaden the pool of Americans who could now qualify for military service as many branches face the toughest recruiting environment in decades and start testing out their new policy changes that could offer leniency for prior drug use to join. Military.com reported in 2022 that a study of the Pentagon showed that 77% of young Americans would not qualify for military service. Drug and alcohol abuse accounted for 8% of potential recruits between ages of 17 and 24 being dismissed from joining the ranks. So they're saying that 77% of, of American public, if they answered the questionnaires honestly, would not qualify for military service because one of the questions in there is, have you ever used cannabis? Fuck, oh. you know. And that would that would prevent you from being able to join? Technically it would, but they probably would you know, nowadays. I'm not sure if they would right. pull you out of that, but back in the day it would. Wow. Um, I'm not, you know, it's crazy. I, that shouldn't even be there anymore, in my opinion. You know, I don't know, man, because, you know, if you've smoked weed, you, that, that hippie stereotype is there for a reason, you know, we're, yeah. we're a lot more relaxed. We're like, you know, I don't think I want to go off to war. I think that's going to be a bad idea. You know, I yeah. think I'm going to stay here, you know. <laughs> that's a, a point that Steve D'Angelo made when we talked to him the first time was that one of the reasons the, he thought the war on drugs took place is because if you ever had any anybody uh any young young man out there that actually actually tripped trips once or twice on acid and actually mm -hmm. realized opened up his consciousness he'd never go over there and take violence against another human being That's and he right. thought that the war on drugs was actually a, a war to close our minds and change yep. our mindsets to make to make us uh, more violent war on consciousness man it's what it really is unfortunate but yeah i could see that it's crazy stuff See, so where were we here? Uh, findings from a 2023 Gallup poll showed that seven in 10 Americans think that cannabis should be legal. See, 70 percent, which is mm -hmm. the highest level yet. The polling company said the majority of states have legalized cannabis for medical use, recreational use or both. Only 10 states do not currently allow cannabis in any form. Those being Indiana, Wisconsin, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, 
Idaho, Wyoming, Nebraska, Kansas, and Texas. Wow, and that's quite cool. a lot, isn't it? It's still um, quite um, a lot, man. There, there is a CBD program in Texas, but I guess they're not concerned. Concern, I think, I think they're talking about um, THC programs, but there are right. some CBD programs in some of these yeah. states that I'm aware. Because I think it was only four. The, like, yeah. When we looked at the map before, there was only four states that had nothing yeah. at all. And I um, think that the, the other six of these states have a CBD program, but no, you know, and mm. and, and technically, if if it's clean CBD, you technically would not test positive for THC. However, there have been cases that, you know, enough CBD, if you take it, you can actually get enough CBD in your, I mean, THC in your system to cause yourself to fail a test. Mm-hmm. So not good. Anyway, so yeah, this is it. In October, the Air Force's first year of a new THC pilot program, which would allow some applicants who, who drug tested positive for an active compound in cannabis, a second chance to retest and possibly enlist was more popular than the service expected. The Air Force only anticipated 50 cases annually when it announced that point. And it was it was granting up to 165 waivers a year. So basically the military is now seeing the fact that because we have legal cannabis in, st- in certain states that people are curious and are trying. I don't it. think it's anything to do with that at all. I think it is more to do with tensions arising around the world, and they're going to bring the draft back pretty fucking soon. Oh, shit. <laughs> we'll don't see. We'll see. That. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Let's, let's uh, hope everything's going to be okay. So. 77% of the applicants wouldn't qualify. Is that what it said? I'm trying to find that here. Something, yeah, because that young would Americans be would young Americans. 77% of young Americans have at one time tried cannabis or some type of a cannabis product. And that's one okay. of the questionnaires. If you honestly a- answer the questionnaire correctly, uh, you, you, can't, you can't buy a gun. You can't join the army. That's lots of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of shows maybe there's a problem here. So you have 70% of the young people or trying it and it's still not legal. So maybe they, yeah. we all know That's that they should look yeah. at it. I'm not going to say maybe they should look at it. They should look at it. It's crazy. You know, you've tried weed before, so you can't be in the army. Because <laughs> well, he, 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 he liked it. You know, that's the thing is, yeah, he, he liked it. He probably you know, can't leave any older. He would want more of it. That's so knows, crazy. Man? You can be the president of the United States having tried cannabis, but you can't. But they didn't them. inhale, Marge. They didn't inhale. I don't think Obama <laughs> ever said that. I think Obama said he fucking did inhale. Was it Clinton who said very Clinton? Didn't Clinton yeah. didn't. Clinton, yeah. Clinton Do you really believe everything. that? Do I don't believe, believe a that? word that man's. Speaking of which, <laughs> quick tangent, everybody. There has been a little bit of a list being released. Oh, yeah. Across oh, yeah. The yeah. We're being told about it. names. Guess who's on it? <laughs> Clinton. Surprise, surprise. Mm, I wasn't expecting that. Fucking, was anybody? Nobody saw that coming, did they? Jesus, wow. Oh, no, that was a real shock. But I'm pretty <laughs> shocked about the lack of names that have been released. We was, we've told for a while, oh, the names are going to be, they pretty much told us people who we knew was on it anyway. Let's see right. more lists. Want to see more lists, man? Yeah. Well, they said they're not releasing them now until the 22nd or something. Is that what I've Okay. I've, maybe that they're releasing a list then, but why they're waiting, I don't know. Damage control. Damage control. How much money you got? We'll keep you off the list, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting one. Let's see how that goes, man. That's going to be uh, interesting as things move forward. Yeah, Stephen Hawking was on it. You see that? There's been savage memes going around the internet. Like, what oh, the hell? <laughs> Stephen Hawking in an underage, my God. Oh, my gosh. I don't yeah. know. Uh-huh. Mm. Like, I'm gouging my eyes out now before I see that. Damn. Yeah. 
yeah, let's see what happens over the next few months. It's going to be interesting to see whose name's on the list. But anyway, we have one more news story, and it's kind of a, and we can add our own kind of things to this as well. You, you want to talk about this last yeah. one, March? This one, uh, once again, comes from Ed, MJ Biz Daily, rescheduling marijuana and the next states to legalize seven predictions for 2024 predictions and then we can uh, meet at the end of the year and see if any of them came true oh boy uh there's a bunch of preamble a lot of it's talking about joe biden's uh sagging re-election hopes and also some of his these uh things you, you were just talking about monkey so i'm gonna skip all mm-hmm. that shit cool and just get right into the predictions Let's do so it. this there sounds cannabis- good Cannabis industry predictions for 2024. Number one, the Drug Enforcement Administration will propose rescheduling cannabis. Mm-hmm. Didn't they already do that? No, they yeah, they've uh, no. Biden asked them to uh, to look at it, and he, first of all, in the United States, it has to go through the Health and Human Services, uh, and they recommended rescheduling. And they had to pass it to the Drug Enforcement Agency to adopt the pass. So again, we have too much government and too much red tape and multiple steps that we have to go through here. Okay. So, yeah. It says there isn't much to indicate the DEA will defy the August 29th recommendation from the Department of Health and Human Services that marijuana should be moved from Schedule 1 to Schedule 3. The revolutionary acknowledgement that cannabis has medical value, a determination evidently made thanks in part to the data provided by the states, isn't something the DEA has the power to contradict. That would be the ambitious administrative rescheduling review launched by the Biden administration in October 2022 will continue, though exactly what happens next isn't clear. Legal challenges of indeterminate length are almost certain. Yep. So that'd be interesting, though, because by moving it to Schedule 3 off of Schedule 1, that that now becomes legal within certain frameworks to actually possess and grow. Right. that that and I've always said that probably in the United States what we're going to see first is a move to Schedule Three and it eventually you know, people going like why is it even Schedule Three, right? And, but I think we got a few years to go before that happens. Yeah, one thing at a time. Let's get it to yep. Schedule Three first. Number mm-hmm. two, tax relief will come eventually. Rescheduling would mean Section Twenty Eight or Twenty Two Hundred Eighty E which prohibits state legal cannabis businesses from deducting many normal business expenses on their federal tax returns would no longer apply. That would mean a brighter future and more money for the 38 billion US uh, the 38 billion dollar US cannabis industry. Bo Whitney, the co-founder of the Oregon-based Whitney Economics estimates the nation's cannabis retailers will collectively pay an extra 2 billion on their federal returns next spring due to 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 that thing. In the meantime, <laughs> some cannabis businesses are already seeking relief from previous years. Most notable is Florida-based True Leave Cannabis. The multi-state operator is seeking federal tax a federal tax refund of 143 million, arguing that it believes it does not owe the taxes it paid over three years. Whoa. Whether True Leaf is successful in securing that refund will surely set the tone for other cannabis businesses. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. Yeah, if he, mm-hmm. if they win, fuck oh, him. Right. There's a big bill coming because the other companies are going to be like, hold on, if they if they've won, then that sets precedent. Who are going to get involved in that and get some money? 143 million tax refunds. So how much money did they make? How much did they take home to pay 143 million in taxes? Mm, quite well, a bit. It's a multi-state oh, operator, so it's a big enough company to be 
operating multiple states. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a lot <laughs> based on that. Yeah. Uh, number three, rescheduling might be the only progress at the federal level in 2024. Mm -hmm. Congress wow. inched closer than ever to approving long-sought banking reform legislation in 2023 after the U.S. Senate Banking Committee passed the Safer, Secure, and Fair Enforcement Regulation Banking Act during a markup hearing. But looking ahead, only 13% of senior congressional aides polled by Punchbowl News believe banking reform will pass in the current 118th Congress. And that's consistent with other outward signs of deadlock. Uh, Democrats, Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer hinted in November that he's still wrangling support from Repu Republican senators before he's comfortable pushing for a full vote on the Senate floor. And given his opposition as an obscure backbencher, it's hard to imagine new Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson demonstrating an appetite for cannabis reform, despite earlier versions of SAFER sailing through a Democratic-controlled House. There are also many cannabis industry players who hope the next election or the next iteration of the federal farm bill will address the proliferation of hemp-derived competitors across the country, but state-level restrictions and bans might convince federal lawmakers to pass the buck downward, which seems to be what they like to do. Prediction number four, the next states to legalize cannabis will be Florida and Pennsylvania. Oh boy. How do you feel about that? I think you, um, you said that, didn't you, Monkey? You said Florida's yeah. going to be the next one. Yeah, you know, for, as far as the deep south goes, Florida is going to have it's going to be the the most red and blue at the same time state because you got into a lot of retirees, a lot of snowbirds that move down into a conservative area. So it is going to be probably the best attitude toward cannabis legalization, I would think. But we will see. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of money for Florida to be, to be made if it goes legal first in, in the South. Think about the number of people that vacation in that state. Right. It does say here when I see that a legislation measure backed by True Leaf Cannabis is angling to appear on the November 2024 ballot. But there's a high bar to meet. Recent changes to the state constitution means 60% of voters or a 20-point victory is required to pass the proposed constitutional amendment. Right. Um, that's really no big deal in a lot of ways because a lot of these propositions have been passing by, you know, anywhere from 66 to 70%. So it's doable. But, I mean, obviously the uh, the Republican administration in Florida has put up this barrier to kind of block, block a little bit of progress. But I think the Florida people can get past it. I'm hoping right. they can. Mm -hmm. uh, Pennsylvania still has better chances than other states in 2024, but looking further ahead, the success of medical, medical programs in the Deep South, such as Louisiana and Mississippi, might hint that the next adult use move will be in a traditionally conservative area. That could be interesting. Yeah. I mean, Mississippi just got their uh, adult uh, medical program up and running this last year, so... And mm -hmm. Louisiana's got kind of, let's say, a crippled uh, medical system in where they've only got maybe 10 dispensaries in the entire state. So it'd be interesting to see those two two states that are really far behind the rest of the country, what happens in those. I'd like to see that. Mm -hmm. Prediction number five, cannabis reform will be a 2024 presidential campaign issue for somebody. It's not. Hard to find, I'm not sure what that means. Let's find out. It's not hard to find political watchers, including retiring U.S. Rep. Earl Blumenauer, who believe cannabis legislation played a role in the election of Biden as president in 2020. With legalization measure 
with a legalization measure potentially on the ballot in Florida, and the first adult use sales in Ohio currently scheduled to begin in fall of 2024, cannabis, cannabis will be on some voters' minds. And if current polling trends continue, a sagging Biden campaign might need to find something exciting to trigger turnout. Do you think that anyone's going to be stupid enough to believe him a second time? I'm afraid so. I'm afraid so. Like federal legalization in the last one? Uh, federal uh, decriminalization is what he put. Oh, he didn't say legal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said we decriminalize. Right. And we haven't got that yet. No, we definitely right. have not got that. I don't think anybody, uh, maybe RFK has mentioned a little something about cannabis, but there's just too much going on in the world and too much for them to campaign on without even having to. It's not like they have to find things to talk about, you know? So I think yeah. cannabis is just far too down on the schedule to even bring up into a topic of conversation. With yeah. So many things going on around the world right now. You don't have to be in the U.S. to know what's on U.S.'s mind right now as far as politics go coming up. So, no, and you're right. Mm -hmm. Cannabis is not even being brought up right now. That's right. Right. So and I feel I, like it's, it's just like the Republican side. I don't see that there's anybody who's going to be legalized to cannabis over that side. And who's really on the Democratic side, man? It's just Joe Biden and uh, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer. None of them are going to legalize anytime soon. You got Gavin Newsom who's running up from California. What, what's his stance on cannabis? Do you know? Uh, uh, they, all of California pr would prefer legalization because that would uh, allow the banking and other other structures mm -hmm. to, to actually go. And by legalizing, uh, would also allow California, who's way ahead is, in cultivation, to, to do out of state sales too. So I'm sure California would love to see outside sales. I mean. The original states that that started the legalization trend, your Oregon's, your your uh, Washingtons, your California, your Colorados, they've got their cultivation and everything in, in, in such a state right now that they would love to be selling out of state. Guaranteed. No, but would Gavin? What's Gavin Newsom stance? If Gavin Newsom became president, if if he was going to be he, the nominee for the Democratic Party, would he, uh, he would party? It would be uh, the minimum. At minimum, he would allow banking access. Cool. All right. At minimum, mm -hmm. but I think he, I think he would push for legalization or uh, you know descheduling de is what I think he would push for. Mm -hmm. um, if if you don't, I mean, you got to look at it. Like they are saying in most of these articles, seven in ten of U.S. Uh, adults are in favor of some form, some form of legalization. Uh, mm -hmm. Yet we still don't have it. So you have to start asking: Is the government actually working for us at this point? No, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. <laughs> You know, they work for themselves laugh, and, and sometimes it's like as a result of them working for themselves, something good happens for us, but it's never oh, intentional. We, we get a bone every now and then, huh? Yeah. That's well, right. You're, you've been good. Yeah, you, you can have this little piece right here. Mm. Right. And well, Trump, yeah, somebody said Trump might get it past in six years. Uh, you know, <laughs> the crazy thing is, is if anybody's going to do it, then Trump would, you know, because he's the one who passed the farm bill, the, the hemp bill. Remember that one? Yeah. But, he passed but, that. But you uh, you didn't get the irony in that. The presidential term is four years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he said Trump will get, might get it passed in six years. Oh. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can read a lot into that statement there. I already, I already know what I read into it, though. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, moving yeah, on to prediction number six. Yeah, we're well, okay. on number six now. Yes. States will move against the illicit market. New York Governor Kathy Hochul 
I'm saying that correctly, struck a triumphant note in December when she announced the opening of the state's 37th legal adult use cannabis store. But it's an open question whether what Hochul calls the nation leading adult use cannabis industry can weather what appears to be the biggest and boldest illicit market yet seen in the legalization era. What is known is that the illicit market must be brought to heel for legalization to work. Estimates of how many unlicensed marijuana sellers are open for business in New York City alone range from 1,500 to as many as 8,000. In contrast, when Hochul and Attorney General Letitia James shut down for good this time, they promised a notorious unlicensed store in Brooklyn last month. It marked only the ninth such closure, nine out of potentially another 8,000. Mm-hmm. There's reason for optimism as the state's legal retail capacity is finally starting to expand. Major multi-state operators were given the green light to begin adult-use retail sales on December 29th, but it remains to be seen how effective new retail options will be at steering customers away from the illicit market or what combination of enforcement and market incentives will curb unlicensed sales. And the illicit market is still booming in other legacy states, including California, Regulators, lawmakers, and law enforcement are on notice to devise solutions and deliver results. Well, first of all, make it legal federally. Yeah, and that would be the first thing. Deschedule and then maybe improve the banking sitch and all that stuff. I mean, that's a start. Well, when it in legal states, a lot of times the tax rates are so high that tax you, rates, yeah. You 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 cripple your legal sales because they're required to pay so much more taxes than, than your uh, illicit growers are. So oh, I would say if you wanna you wanna cripple the illicit market, make your other market competitive. Stop taxing it so darn much. Well, when you right. think about it too, TrueLeave is looking for $142 million in taxes back. Is that what they were saying earlier? Right. Which means how much did they pay in taxes to begin with? A shit ton. Right. One and of the I, things with the tax refund that they're worrying about right now is right now, because they're they're technically under federal government uh, guidelines are conducting any legal business, there are no tax re- uh, deductions whatsoever for illegal businesses. So they're mm-hmm. just looking at trying to get back some, some operating costs is what they're looking for. Right. Um, so they're not talking about taxes that were paid as far as, you know, to, to local governments for the right to grow the cannabis or something like that. They're just right. talking about federal tax penalties that they believe that they should have been given breaks on. And I agree. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, certainly ta- reducing the amount of tax that's paid because it, it does mm-hmm. get a little like I shouldn't say a little out of hand. Some of the tax rates I've seen are absolutely ridiculous and why anybody would even open a business under those conditions. I don't even know, but yeah. And I mean, I've heard a lot of a lot of people talk about some of the regulations in a like let's say a, a growing a growers facility where you have six employees, but because of state regulations, you've got to have a parking lot with four handicapped parking places okay. and a handicapped accessible restroom that can handle twenty people. But you've only got six employees. But this is what the, the law says. Now I did exaggerate that a bit, but there are states out there that have those kind of things set up mm-hmm. there for your growers sure. and your processors when they really don't need it. But they're they're giving them the same kind of law as if you're having a uh, you know brick and mortar store out there. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. should not have that. You shouldn't right, have that. Right, exactly. So, the I mean, it's a manufacturing facility. Can, yeah. They can pretty much ask, like, why are these illicit businesses still running? And if you, you know, play the tape to the end, as they say, you yep. probably figure out pretty quickly why they wouldn't bother to get licenses and pay taxes and do all this stuff. And that should tell you how you can improve it. Yep. That would work. 
they might want to be legal, but they've just made it so difficult to do so that they're like, fuck it. Why would I do that? Yeah. I mean, if you make it fair for everybody, uh, easy example, I keep going back to the alcohol industry because it's such an easy comparison right there. In the U.S., mm-hmm. we can brew our own beer. No big deal. But right. there are, and there are we have tons of home brewers out here, but they're not making a big dent in the other market because the other market isn't so overpriced that mm-hmm. we feel like we have to make it ourselves or have to buy it from right. someone else, a different, different source. The taxes right. are within, within you know, balance, I should say, to where it's a product that you can afford. But in a lot of these situations, when you, I mean, there are states right now, I saw prices of cannabis. I think California was one of the higher ones, something like that. And their, their average retail cost for mids is somewhere about $15 a gram. Right. Uh, that's a bit high, you know? That's very high. $15 mm-hmm. US for yeah, one gram. For a gram. Yeah. 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 And, and that's a good point, too, because if you're a home brewer, you're probably still buying beer on the leet, like at a beer store. Because yeah. you're, you know, you're enjoying the hobby, but that doesn't mean you don't always also Is buy that it. Because you don't want to drink your own shit beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you just get tired of the shit you're brewing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sick yeah. of this bitter aftertaste. Fuck. You know? so if the states can figure out how to move against an illicit market and keep all of those stupid rules in place, more power to them. You know? Right. So yeah. you got one more. Number seven. What's number seven saying? Last but not least, states will con- will either deliver on ambitious social equity promises or reimagine a fair industry. The legal <laughs> you know, that's funny, people. right? You know, they even put it in quotation marks like a yeah, fair really. industry. <laughs> the legal cannabis industry is still struggling to fulfill criminal justice reform vows. New York went further than most when it promised that small businesses, including operations run by individuals caught up in the war on drugs, would be the would be first in line to sell cannabis legally. However, those initial plans triggered constitutional challenges. States are now re-evaluating how to guarantee disadvantaged groups a role in the legal industry. It's clear more needs to be done to make good on that great expectation as social equity programs across the country fend off legal challenges from would-be entrepreneurs who say they're unlawfully excluded from the opportunity. Look for lawmakers in Ohio who ended 2023 without promised changes to the voter-approved adult use legalization measure to propose a lawsuit-proof equity plan that other states could follow if one can be found at all. Well, it's kind of disappointing to hear. So the people are like, well, they were they were getting legal challenges to those equity programs. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, that's what the uh, in Ohio they were referring to. They had that... Uh... Ohio, I think it was the Speaker of the House or something in Ohio. One of his first comments was, do you realize they're going to give permits to sell sell marijuana to to, uh, convicted felons? I'm going like, yeah, that's what social equity is all about. You put Mm -hmm. them in prison wrong. But I mean, this is the kind of what they're looking at. Like, oh, no, we can't let those people have it. Like, dude. And I don't know a lot of these people who were convicted of like caught up in the war on drugs. So they they were felons because they were selling cannabis, possibly. You know, like, actually, oh, you know that business you were running back in the 80s and shit, and we arrested you and got free away for 20 years? Oh, yeah, that, that was 40 years ago. Let me redo that, Max. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, remember back in the year 2010 <laughs> when we found you with a shitload of cannabis? We free so in prison for 20 years. Like, oh, yeah, this, this business could be run by a convicted felon, but assuming the person also did their time for whatever crime they committed, does that mm, not mean they serve their right. time and they can go and live their life and... 
paid their debt to society and they are rehabilitated. They are delivered. <laughs> that is the way it's supposed to be. But, you know, that's not the way it always is. You know, well, unfortunately, a lot of times when these people come out of prison, they're that hangs over their head forever. Oh, it's so sad. Crazy. It's so sad about both of you didn't get the joke there. No. Oh, my no, God. Okay. Is oh, anybody out there get that? Get, we'll get laugh at the liver truck. Delivered truck. Oh man, there's this video out there with this uh, some guy at a church and he's speaking to his pastor and he's he's up on stage and he doesn't want to be gay <laughs> and he's like, I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. <laughs> it's it's fucking hilarious. You got to check it out. It's a funny video. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if anybody in the chat gets it. Maybe not. Maybe it's just these random videos about seeing nobody else sees them. Wow. Yeah, it could be. You don't know <laughs> yeah, what you've got to I think out. so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Hit that like button if you know what video I'm talking about. You know, yeah, it's, it's the Mackie <laughs> algorithm right there. You keep getting this. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's some fucked up shit. God, oh, God. it's supposed to be Mackie's algorithm we're looking at now. Uh, yeah. The only so thing you can guarantee is you won't see any harm to dogs because I don't watch that shit. Fuck them. <laughs> Sorry, Marge. Basically, after all that, uh, <laughs> maybe a couple of more states will legalize and maybe it'll get descheduled. That's it. <laughs> Sorry. It just, okay. The gallant in the chat gets it. Like he said, I don't wear women's clothes no more. I am delivered. <laughs> <laughs> women, 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 women. <laughs> You have to see it, man. Okay. Everybody just thinks I'm fucking crazy now, but you have to see the yeah, video. Yeah. This for the comical value yeah. of it. I'll show you in the break. <laughs> Sorry. I mm. bet you will. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so you don't think I'm crazy. That's all. Right now, it'll seem like really fucking unhinged. Like, what? Why is this guy talking gonna about? Fix <laughs> Nothing's going to fix that. Yeah. True away. You're not going to convince me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, Marge. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. So we got any predictions for 2024? Anywhere going to be legalizing? Any any predictions anywhere on the cusp? Uh, maybe Germany will finally legalize this mm-hmm. year. I mean, that's more world news, but that's my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably going to be your, your best bet, your, your best uh, prediction right there, Germany. But it'd be interesting. Maybe the Netherlands will follow suit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, the Netherlands yeah. are nearly there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I think that they were, you know, cascade across Europe. Yeah, mm-hmm. German Germany does it. The Netherlands may have to because, well, it's legal there and it's more accessible. People will go there. And, and you got to really think as well. You got with think- Germany, and Germany's like on the right of France, and then you've got mm-hmm. Spain, which is underneath France. So maybe France is there thinking now. Uh, maybe it's time that we made some kind of move towards legalization. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. We will yeah. see. We got someone in the chat praying that Australia at least go recreational. So we'll see. They're getting close, aren't they? They're on the cusp as well. There's been a yeah. lot of talk last yeah. year. Yeah, New South Wales was talking about recreational. So maybe you never know. God <laughs> damn. It's going to be legal everywhere but the UK. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's it. That's all right. That's right. And you know, it's believable. It's believable. <laughs> You're going to hold on to the very end. You know, I'm fully prepared for that as well. You know, <laughs> fuck them. Anyway, just did a few pieces of forum news before we shut this down here. Uh, just uh, we did a lot of work on the design for mobile. So it's a lot more navigable. For people, I think. 
they tell me that anyway people seem to enjoy the changes that are happening over on the forum right now so go and check it out if you haven't been over there for a while lots of new guides being written as well going to be revamping all the guides that were written like over the last five years now i think they need a good uh you know just redoing them for the last time before ai takes over the internet you know <laughs> the little revamp that's right yeah. we need ai to have good resources to fall back on so we need to redo all that shit <laughs> It's going to be, yeah, interesting year. Now, what else, Monkey? Is there any more news to add here for forum news? Uh, well, we're going to have a new comp coming up so, uh, soon. I'm going to get it started probably within the next week. We're going to be doing a tent of the quarter because we've had issues with some of the members of the forum trying to enter scrogs and sogs and things like that. So in order to solve that issue, we're going to be instituting a tent of the quarter competition. So Keep an eye out at Percy's over the next week. It will come up and that'll give you a place that you can enter all your big grows over there. Nice. I like it. Like the whole grow, even yeah, if it's numerous plants, like not just in a scrub, if you just have numerous plants. Just, I don't care just... if it's the cocoa, soil, you name it, but it's the whole nice. tent picture. So yeah, that way everybody can compete in that one and we're not going to be excluding anyone. Sounds good, man. I like it. Yeah, man. Good plan. All we need now is somebody to run the comp. Oh my gosh. And sorry, who wants to step <laughs> forward? Who wants to step forward and take control of the comp? It sounds like good, man. You know, try and keep things uh, different, keep mixing things up, keep it interesting. It's good fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, it sounds fun. Tent of the quarter. Is that what you called it? Tent of the quarter? Yeah. I like it. That way, you know, if it's two by two, it's two by two. If it's the eight by eight, doesn't mm -hmm. make any difference. If it looks good and if it looks special, then the members are going to pick it. That's right. That's what we'll go with. And there we go, everybody. That's this week's cannabis news and events. And as usual, if you see any news stories throughout the week that you want us to cover on next week's show, then do feel free to send them to us. You can find us over on percysgrowroom.com, the Cannabis Growers Forum. You can find us over on Discord, or you can message us on social media too, over on x.com, Instagram, or on Facebook. But the best place to get in touch is through percysgrowroom.com. So if you're not a member over there already, then do go over there and sign up. It is all free for high on homegrown listeners. So get over there and sign up if you're not a member already. It'll be good to hear from you over there. But anyway, as usual, thank you for being here. Thank you for downloading the show. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope to catch you on Wednesday for an interview from Hawaii with Jordan River. Come and check it out. We'll see you then. Stay high, stay safe, and we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.